Looking for a way to prepare for the biggest holiday of the year? Groundhog Day is coming up on February 2nd, and you can get into the action at countdowntogroundhogday.com. This website features e-cards, Groundhog Day fun and games, Groundhog Day carols, as well as a comprehensive list of Groundhog Day forecasters from around the world. Groundhog Day seems limited to North America. And while you're there, why don't you check out the plethora of merchandise that you can purchase at the Countdown to Groundhog Day store. From t-shirts and hoodies to greeting cards, party supplies, magnets, and bumper stickers. And don't forget to wrap the Groundhog Day gift that you purchased for your loved one in the Groundhog Day wrapping paper. Also available at the store. Once again, that is CountdownToGroundhogDay.com. We prognosticate that you will have a good time. Okay, one, two, three. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. What's up? I don't know what that's about. <laughs> this is Y'all Heard, a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related. And this is a show where two people vote to impeach some thoughts from your head <laughs> and fill that space with some things that we feel are more important. Yeah. It's all, you know, up for debate. In other words, tell you things you didn't know, you needed to know. Everybody, thank you for saving us. <laughs> yes, to immediately follow up from last week's show, you guys really showed up for Marissa's birthday and uh, five-starred us into freedom. You really did. You didn't even just five-star us. A number of people like actually wrote out reviews. Somebody called me hilarious. Um, (laughs) I wanted to look at the names. We (laughs) have 21 ratings now. Could you say the usernames of the two people that I can't... I'm going to take so long. Oh, I finally got it. Okay, okay, okay. We have Trashy Cakes, who says Marissa is hilarious. Thank you. You say Trashy Cakes? Tashi Cakes. Oh, Tashi Cakes. Thank you so much for that. I'm glad you enjoyed it. She's going to change it to a one. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Tashi Cakes said that they really liked the Christmas Christmas episode with the Swedish Yule Goat and the KFC Christmas Chicken. Uh, Thank you, because I was like, is this even an entertaining episode? Didn't, like, I just was grasping for straws. And uh, DC Frable, thank you so much. Um, If this is Darren Frable on my Facebook. <laughs> Thank you so much. I went to high school with you, didn't I? I'm very confused. And time is a construct that I do not have a good handle on. This review says, broke- oh. one of the few podcasts I actually like to listen to, which makes me believe <laughs> that this person tortures themselves regularly by listening to podcasts they don't like. <laughs> yeah, they listen to like a, they like hate listen. Which thing is that is such, that is like, I'm surprised that's not a review from someone that, like, I was like, I don't even know you. Like, no, no, that didn't make sense. What? <laughs> that literally didn't make sense. I know who you are. Uh, like, someone who I was just, like, had a gun to their head, and I was like, write a review right now. Like, <laughs> that's just, like, too nice. Uh, and the Chinese grocer... <laughs> Always gives me the chuckles. <laughs> yeah... Yeah, so, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, anyway, th- thank you. Thank you, Chinese Grocer, for that review as well. Uh, thank you, everyone, who gave us five stars. Even if you didn't, like, write out a review, you're awesome. You totally took us out of our 4.5 slump. Uh, you also just made my day. You made my birthday beautiful. Doesn't matter that I'm 35. You made it beautiful. I'm 35. Anyway, P, how are you? Uh, I think I'm doing okay. Uh, I don't really have a ton of things to report. I cleaned my apartment because I was taking down Christmas stuff. So, like, I Mm -hmm. use that as an opportunity to reorganize some stuff. Uh, I drank some sleepy time tea. But listen, Marissa, what I'm really concerned about right now is someone leaving Washington. Ooh, who? If the Washington Wizards trade Bradley Beal to the Sixers, I'm going to be so upset. 
because I, oh. I don't want to like the Sixer. <laughs> I thought you were like doing this cheeky little thing where you were talking about Trump being impeached, but do you want to say it? <laughs> Better. So wait, I'm sorry. Say it again because I kept thinking it was going to be Trump, and then I missed what you said. The I'm going to say like. Well, yeah, the best player on the Washington Wizards is Bradley Beal, and the Washington Wizards keep losing. But the thing is, they keep losing by, like, a pretty close score, but they're always losing. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I, I think I think uh, if, you know, it's interesting when you start to look at stuff like, oh, why does a player stay with a team? Do they play with stay with the team? Uh, because they feel like a sense of loyalty, or do they stay with the team because they're giving them the most money, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, one of the motivations is to be the best. <laughs> oh! A motivation I've never been familiar with. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, um, so one of, one of the things that indicates that you're, uh, like, legendary uh, is that you win a, a, a championship ring. Mm-hmm. And basically, Bradley Beal doesn't stand a chance getting a uh, championship ring with the the Wizards, and so That's they're bad. talking about trading him. And the Sixers are looking for a guy like him, but I was hoping they were going to take James Harden because then I thought James Harden and Joel Embiid can just yell at each other all the time on the floor and just cry with each other whenever they get sad. <laughs> but um, uh, but I'm sorry. Uh, breaking news, Marissa: James Harden's going to the Nets. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Guys, I casually watch the NBA. I don't know who anyone who's Pete's talking about. <laughs> so now they got Kyrie Irving. Who was I just talking about? James Harden. <laughs> yeah, I know the name. Kyrie and Irving. Kevin Durant. I mean, you'd think okay. they'd be unstoppable, except James Harden is just such a difficult person to work with. I say yeah. this from experience. I used to play playground ball with the guy. <laughs> I like that. Okay. There's no way you play playground ball with him because if he was your age, no offense to you, but don't basketball players like retire by their mid thirties? Some of them do. Yeah, it wasn't that wasn't an insult to your age. That was a commentary on how quickly you age out of basketball, but I apologize if it sounded like the former. Yeah, they retire by your age, asshole. <laughs> I <laughs> that's not what I meant. Anyway. Jay's heart is 31. Uh, 31. I don't know. How old is Patrick Ewing when he retired? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just assume you'd know. I don't know. Okay. How about you, Marissa? How's it going? Okay. I'm going to tell you. I have told Pete, not the listeners, I don't think, that I hate my birthdays because I generally feel like it's cursed because something horrible happens every birthday. I had one of the nicest fucking birthdays I have ever had in my life like I was made a cake to my dietary standards <laughs> I got like really I'm sorry I was made a cake <laughs> like oh god somebody turned her into a cake <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to not mention my boyfriend so I'm just trying to keep it vague I don't know who made me a cake <laughs> and uh, I was like giving these great gifts um, my parents gave me the money to get braces <laughs> um I also, this is not even my birthday, but I like, I almost have no more debt in my name. That happened on my birthday weekend due to money I was given. And uh, I was taken places. And then to, so this is a two-part thing. I was like, why am I going to talk about this? And I was like, "Mm, this is something I would tell Pete, but I'm going to tell everyone. Because, you know, we've been told by listeners that they like how open I am with things I struggle (laughs) with. So... Thankfully, we bounced back immediately. But I did ruin a bunch of hours in the night and the morning because I drank too much and caused a drama during my drunkenness. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Pete, I don't know how because I'm drinking right now. Uh, I think I need to curb, not curb my drinking in general, but with other people. Because I think it was a problem. It was enough that I was like, I'm not even going to fight you. Yeah, I was drunk. I'm sorry. I created a gigantic drama at the end of a wonderful day. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't even, like, 
try to blame it on the other person. I was like, ooh, yeah, I don't even know why those words came out of my mouth. Um, I drank too much. Um, anyway, so, Pete, you never, you don't have any interest in, like, doing, like, a no months of no drinking, do you? Oh, what, are we challenging each other here? I won't. I mean, if you're open to it, if you're not. Now, when you say no month of no drinking, you mean we get to drink all month? Assume you knew I meant one and I said no. (laughs) I left the E out and changed the order of the letters. Are we going to start? Are we going to start today? No, gross. We're going to start in February because it's the shortest month. Yeah, but it'd be, we could say we're not going to drink until Valentine's Day. (laughs) And then you could get drunk and ruin your relationship. (laughs) I just got two bottles of wine delivered to me today. There's no way. All right, all right. Uh, okay, you know what? We don't even need to see February. Just think about it if you're interested. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not even Listeners, February. here's what we're looking to do. We're looking to have a dry month <laughs> in February. If you're what? interested and you'd like to take the Y'all Heard Dry February pledge, <laughs> DM Wait, Marissa. <laughs> did I just ask myself, how about a dry 14 days? From the first day to Valentine's. <laughs> <laughs> I, my main concern, Marissa, is that your first day back to drinking is going to be Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> but I need to hold myself accountable. Thankfully, oh my God, thankfully. So this is a double edge. So I, I embarrassed myself and I was like, I'm sorry. I'm mortified. I ruined the night by drinking too much. And then the next day instead of like every like dinner on a weekend my boyfriend's like oh should we have a drink and I say yes and I was like oh he's gonna be like no you're not gonna have a drink and I'm gonna feel embarrassed again and he said oh let's have a drink but then he only gave us one and so it made me feel like maybe less mortified one between Um, the two of you no 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 (laughs) Uh, I realize I become problematic at four (laughs) yeah how about this, guys? Inst- I don't want to do a dry month. Ignore I think, that. I think uh, I think four is pretty good, like a pretty solid number to go. You know, I would probably fall asleep. I mean, I don't care about four women by myself. I don't drunk dial people generally. Yeah. I just can't work with other people that there are emotions that could just be under the surface. <laughs> uh, and there's my call to everyone. If you also struggle with problematic actions from drinking too much and it's very hard to stop during quarantine no i don't want to dry month but like how do you how do you give me some advice for how to like chill out when i want to drink or give me some advice for like how to chill out when i want to keep going and i need to stop myself just give me some advice on self-control if you have me if you don't it's fine i'll just keep telling you about my fuck-ups this time <laughs> Anyway. I remember. I remember when I would go uh, out in public drinking, uh, like back in the good old days with Lisa Rizzo. She would be like, um, "Here now, have a glass of water," and I would mm. have a glass of water. Now, the liquid from the drink that I drank and the glass of water, I was peeing a lot, and I was like, "I don't want to drink anything anymore because I'm sick and tired of going to the bathroom like every five, ten minutes." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So then I would drink slower because I was more irritated about going to the bathroom. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But again, if you're home and alone, although it sounds like you're completely yeah, home and that. alone. I, I don't care at all what happens when I'm home and alone. <laughs> I just don't want to hurt people. And again, I was like, should I bring this up? Because I, I was just like, I was like, what is the line of a problem? Because like, I don't, <laughs> I don't drink during work. Uh, I don't. Oh, you mean a that. drinking problem? Okay. Yeah, I, I, but I, I don't want to say I don't have a drinking problem because then someone's gonna be like, "Thou doth protest too much." I don't drink to hide the pain anymore. I know I had an alcohol problem at a point when I drank to hide the pain. I just find it fun, uh, and it with people, and I like the way alcohol tastes. So again, it's not. And also, I have no more fucking vices because I'm not allowed to smoke anymore. So anyway. I think some people who are past smokers understand that sometimes you want to overeat or do something like that. So I don't want to overeat. So I just drink too much. But again, also, also, 
I used to have a really high alcohol tolerance. So it's also very disappointing that I become problematically drunk at four drinks. So I think I just don't want to let go of my youth. So there's a lot going on, guys. So just if you have any advice, send it my way. No, I'm not going to become sober. So that's not part of the advice I'll accept. Anyway, are you ready for an icebreaker? Icebreaker. I'm ready. I hope it's an easy icebreaker. Well, if you don't like this one, which I think it's not hard. Um, well, and that's, yeah. Tell me one product that has been discontinued. Preferably food or drink. But if you need to reach out to that, fine. But tell me one food or drink that no longer exists that you wish would be brought back. I didn't freeze. Yeah, I know. I make up I don't know if I have one, Marissa. Can you not think of things that were discontinued, or you just don't like anything that was? You can even like Dunkaroos. Well, that's the most basic answer ever, but I mean, that's an answer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I could eat gluten, I would miss chocolate chocolate, uh, frosting Dunkaroos, but I can't eat them. So, my, my first impulse is, hey, I actually more often have this problem with pants. What? Oh, fine. It's not as fun, but sure. I find a pair of pants that I like, and and I'm like, yes! And then they just, they get discontinued or they don't make them, or that brand goes out of business, and that bums me out. But, um... That's not... (laughs) And then my brain went to Ecto Cooler, but I think they brought Ecto Cooler back. Hmm. Have you tried it since they brought it back? It was no. probably only for- Oh, okay. As like a different... I think they brought it back under like a different flavor name. So I'm currently looking at a list of 50... Um, iconic foods that were discontinued. And I'm, I'm waiting until something pops up. Ew. I have so many things. I'm glad that all these were discontinued. Do you want me to do it mine first since you don't know? Ew. Yeah, sure. Ew. What did you just do? Oh, oh, I'll go with Waffle Crisp. Oh, that doesn't exist anymore? I didn't know that. According to this article, it does not. Oh, yeah, that was pretty nice. You want to tell us Wait, more about what? it? what? What? Entenmann's Coffee Cake? What? <laughs> There's no fucking way that doesn't exist. That was like everyone had a boner for that. A crowd favorite was the butter coffee cake, which combined the signature flavor of the brand's butter pound cake and that of their coffee cake. Okay, so they must still have regular coffee cake. Yeah, of course they do. They could fucking discontinue <laughs> everything but that. No one doesn't like that. Holy shit, that was Ew. good. Ew, gross. Okay, let me go. So that it's not just a bunch of saying, ew, gross. <laughs> Now that got me thinking, though, now I think of multiple. Okay, I'm going to mention three things quickly. One, when I was young, there was a Nestle bar called Nestle Alpine White, I think it was. And it was a white chocolate bar. Yeah, shut up. With, like, black flecks, I think, of vanilla bean. It was delicious. It was not a cookies and cream bar. It was just I would a be white remiss if I didn't uh, quote my girlfriend and say that white chocolate is not chocolate. <laughs> doesn't matter. It still tastes (laughs) up. Okay, second, this is my initial one. Do you remember Taste Stations? No. (laughs) They used to have a commercial. There's no way, I mean, there's no way you didn't know Taste Stations. They had, like, a commercial. I don't remember who was singing, but it was, like, this, like, like jazzy song like we're the taste station guys listen before she gets too deep into the performance the taste stations are um, uh, a hard candy it looks like from hershey's they're just a hard candy but they're like it's like a werther's but they had a lot of flavors and they were Mm -hmm. better than werther's also i like to have options all there is is werther's and grandma candies like that was like the middle ground if you liked hard candies but like you didn't just want to eat butterscotch all fucking night and you don't caramel mint butterscotch and for some reason peppermint (laughs) yeah that that's a waste of everyone's time no it was great 
So, yeah, I miss taste stations. And last but not least, don't think I'd eat this now, but I like it nostalgically because I loved it as a child. Did you ever see the drink called Orbit? It was really gross. No. I, I, it was a, I keep what? thinking of the gum. Yes, no. This was a thick-ass drink, so I don't know what the fuck was in it. It was thick. And suspended in the drink, which proves how thick the liquid was, were tiny colored gelatinous orbs. So it was a thick juice drink where you would swallow gelatinous orbs as you drink. Well, you like bubble tea, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But bubble tea isn't suspended in a thick liquid. It's just on the bottom, which is how liquid should be. Okay, I did, did you decide? Uh, I did an image search for taste stations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the website delisted has a post from October 27, 2019 that's called Hot Slut of the Day. And it's a bag of taste stations. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I would. If they weren't expired, I would totally, like, eBay a bag of taste stations, like, tonight. But they'd clearly be, like, from 1999 or something. Guys, I ate gum from the 80s uh, in the 2000s, and it disintegrated in my mouth. Don't eat highly expired candy. Okay. <laughs> Did you, do you have an answer? Um, uh, based on this list, I'm going to pick Black Cherry Vanilla Coke. Ooh. I don't know if I ever had it, but... That doesn't exist? Based on what I'm looking at, it says that you now have to choose between, um, Black Cherry or Vanilla. Who the fuck would have wanted them both together? That's so fucking stupid. See, I don't think I know, I don't think I know, um, what are, what's out there now. A lot of the stuff that I would say are things that, like, I wouldn't eat now. So I don't know if they're out there or not. What happened to Waffle Crisp? Ah, Waffle Crisp is pretty good. Okay. Okay, I thought you would have more passion for this question. That's on me. Hope you have more passion for your topic tonight. And then I'm looking at things like Shark Bites Fruit Snacks, except... Oh, fuck yeah, I like Shark Bites Fruit Snacks. Except I wasn't getting any uh, name brand Oh, I was getting Fruit some. Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I like the milky ones. Ecto Cooler. Ecto Cooler's on this list, so can I go with that? Sure. What does that taste like? Uh, tangerine and orange juices, as well as a little bit of lemonade mix to get... And some Ew, green food dye. Fucking gross. But okay... <laughs> Speaking of gross, Marissa, um, I'm going to throw back to where this show started from today, and I'm going to begin this week with a personal story. Okay. Oh, yeah. I haven't done that in a while. Marissa, I have been having some trouble for a while now. Um, The short version of the trouble is that when I eat chicken, I get gassy. If I eat chicken with salad, chicken with vegetables, with noodles, cheese, bread, for me, the commonality that I see when I'm gassy has always been chicken. And I eat chicken probably like every day. And so does my girlfriend. So when I'm over her house, I bring a pocket full of gas eggs. Okay. And that brings me to part one of today's show. (laughs) Farting and your significant other. (laughs) Oh, oh, man. A few years ago, I had acid reflux, but I didn't know that I had acid reflux. And I was dating somebody who was so relieved when I farted once around her. Because she saw it as a very intimate act that blew down the walls between us and really connected us. Uh, But she went on to celebrate farts. It blew down the walls, like, so we could, like... Was that a little bit of a play on words? It was an accidental one, yeah. But she went on to celebrate farts in a way that was just too much for me. She would breathe in deep and smell farts, um, and she would sort of, like, move to indicate whenever she did fart. And it was just too much action for me. And that's not why we broke up, but it also wasn't really, like, ideal. (laughs) I won't say that I can relate to that. (laughs) Continue. So I'm just chill with it. M-I-C or Mike I'm not really sure uh, which 
this website goes by, is an American internet and media company based in New York City that caters to millennials. And it rose to I prominence. I to see where this goes. And it rose to prominence after uh, its on-the-ground coverage of the Tunisian Revolution in 2011. And it's been known to reach 19 million unique monthly view- visitors. Um, and I mention all of that legitimacy to let you know that when they did a Google survey, they found... <laughs> That it takes about six months for most people to feel comfortable farting in front of their significant others. Marissa, what about you? I don't remember when I did, but I know the first time was definitely by mistake. Uh, I try to never be the first one. I would say six months is, like, fairly accurate. I would like to withhold longer if possible, but I mean, like, I would say that the... The... the Big statistic here was uh, after two to six months of dating, I'm going to fart. That was the answer choice that uh, 29% of the participants selected. Um, I should note that there's only 129 responses to this, and this is an in-house survey done on Google Forms. I know I said that already, but I just wanted to repeat that. (laughs) Okay. But then they had to write a whole entire article about it. after six to twelve months, when I really feel comfortable, I'll fart. That was twenty five point two percent. And and it's funny. The slimmest slice of the pie is I've never thought about it. <laughs> what? Yeah, of course. Who doesn't think about it? Now I think it's also important to mention because um, the thing that I don't always love about these types of things is like. Different things can happen with different people, you know, like uh, you could be friends with somebody for a long time and then start dating them and you already feel sort of close to them. And then, like, does that count as like, oh, I fart after a week because, you know, Um, so not everything runs on a schedule like that. So a different question was proposed. At what point in your relationship do you feel it's acceptable to fart? And... um, a whopping 33%. This had a lot more answer choices, but a whopping 33% said um, when we start having regular sleepovers. <laughs> the same would be, even though it's basically the same thing, they're going to yep. say when we start regularly having sex. <laughs> yeah, like, there's less horrible. than 7% picked after we've started having sex. Oh, uh, yeah. The 7%, sex, 7%, 7% said after we've both said I love you. What the fuck? Which I imagine is immediately. <laughs> I yeah. love you. I love you too. <laughs> yeah, they let out exactly everything they've been holding in. <laughs> oh, and terrible. I just thought it was worth mentioning that if I am reading this chart correctly, and I am, 7% of people said, I never, ever, ever will fart in front of a significant other. I would love to have that mystique, but I have a pretty intense gastrointestinal issue, so that would take way too much work. But, Marissa, 18.6% say the same thing that you did. I will only fart after I've heard them fart. Yeah. So we have a real chicken or egg situation. (laughs) Okay. Which brings me to my research. What's going on with my chicken farts? Ew. (laughs) And we'll talk about that after the break. <laughs> I don't care about farts, but the word, the term chicken farts sounds super gross. And we're back. Today's episode of Focus is on. It's brought to us by stamps.com. It's focusing on what's going on in my guts. I eat chicken, then I fart. Marissa, do you have any hypotheses about why this is happening? There's only chicken that's the only kind of meat? I miss that. Well, I don't really eat a lot of other meat. Oh, so then maybe it's fat content? I mean, do you eat things that are generally fattier? Because um, my gastrointestinal issues ramp up when I have something with fat content. I know the chicken's not particularly fatty, but if you're just eating a bunch of vegetables and then you introduce chicken, that's going to have more fat than the vegetables most likely. So that's just my hypothesis. I don't know. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying that even though it's a lean protein compared to only eating vegetables. No, no, no. I don't always only eat vegetables, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can only imagine like I eat a steak and I fart a lot. Chicken's hard because like you said, it's a lean protein. I don't know. You're on to something, Marissa, with a steak reference. 
Okay. When I worked out more often at the gym, I would find myself farting more often as well. This is because, like, I was moving around more, and I was like, oh, I must just be moving gas through my intestinal system more <laughs> because I'm working out. <laughs> I just want to pause and notice we can never say that I've had gross episodes. Yeah, we can. I've episode gross, but my toilet and duty episodes are pretty on par with this. Continue. The concern isn't, like... So when you're moving more, you are advancing through, through your system. But for me, the concern isn't, like, why the farts are getting out. Uh, mine is, why are they there in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> when you yeah. go to the gym... <laughs> if you're out, why are they getting out? That would be weird. <laughs> I don't when you go to the gym, say you've never gone to the gym in your life, and you're 30 years old, and you start going to the gym for the first time ever, which is my story... Mm -hmm. Um, what they do is they say, okay, now that you're going to be working out at the gym more, you need to eat more protein so that you can build more muscle. Mm. More widely, it's said that protein also sustains you longer between meals and it makes you feel less hungry. Well, meat, dairy, eggs, and other types of protein have a little amino acid in them called cysteine. Yes, like the chapel. (laughs) Oh, and this amino acid contains the element sulfur. Producing oh, producing this amino acid happens naturally, but when you consume protein, it increases seven times, which so means... It's like sulfur that's actually the smell of sulfur? Yeah. Ew, that's disgusting. I don't know why it's <laughs> gross as me just smelling like sulfur, but that's gross. And that means you got some gas out your ass. <laughs> so in trying to eat a more healthy diet of proteins and vegetables i found myself stinking up the world around me and part of the way that i could have helped myself is to have actually eaten the foods that i was avoiding chu yao at monash university in melbourne australia and her team found that starchy foods act as a resistant to hydrogen sulfide gas reducing it by up to 75%. So if you eat a diet rich in those foods, you should be able to reduce the active sulfide gases in your stomach, even if you're consuming the protein. So, so these foods... So if you diet, you're fucking farting every second of your life? Right. Oh, gross. Also, if you're like a protein-rich bodybuilder type of person. People always are like, oh, and my body got hot on the keto diet. Would you rather like to be hot and fart all the time? I would just rather not be bloated all the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bloat is a a real issue, Pete. Yeah. These foods that can help uh, include potatoes, awesome. Bananas, gross. Legumes, not really sure. I I still don't think I've eaten a legume, Marissa. A bean. Uh, All beans? Yeah, I think so. All beans are legumes, but are all legumes beans? No, because I think like a cashew is a legume or something. Well, don't tell me if I'm wrong. It's a fruit. Y'all heard about cashews being beans? No, maybe not. No, 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 no. Other things that get up are cereals, uh, artichokes, asparagus, and Marissa's old nemesis, wheat. Oh, yeah. Wait, why do artichokes help you? That's a starch? No, it's uh, there's something in artichokes and asparagus. It's the same thing that's in both of them um, that, yeah, it helps contribute to um, creating sort of like an anti-chemical uh, uh, or something like that that, yeah, reduces mm-hmm. your, your I gas. I love artichokes. Now, when I told Heather that I got gas from chicken, she thought I was crazy. And it turns out that we're both right. It's not actually chicken, but it is chicken. And Heather also doesn't eat eggs. And that may be a good policy for her because all protein isn't what I first found when I Googled chicken farts. I no, found something you else. Like that. <laughs> and we'll talk about that after this break. <laughs> This week, guys, I wanted to show uh, listeners and stuff, you know, that we could do commercials if we had them. (laughs) Yeah, so if you want to promote something, if you actually, if you give to our Patreon, give us something to promote. 
No extra yeah. cost. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, yeah, and you need us to advertise something, let us know. But I'm sorry. You make fun of the fact that I Google things in a question. Like, I would say, like, why do I fart after chicken? Uh. But you're, you're like chicken farts. That's disgusting. And we're back. Before yeah. I discovered if and how chicken made me fart, I found other information that I didn't anticipate. And part three covers chicken farts. <laughs> <laughs> an egg without a yolk is usually a young pullet's first attempt at laying an egg. These are small, round eggs that look more like grapes or marbles, and these are often called fart eggs. That's adorable. Wait, ew. Wait, what? <laughs> I love going on that journey with you. <laughs> Like, they fart, and then they, like, just, like, little, like, half eggs come out of their butt? No, they're butt, Marissa. I don't know if you're ready for the actual term that is applied, but it's, uh, that's what comes out of their vent. Pete, that's fucking disgusting. Is that your term or the real term? No, that's the real term. That I think I for some reason I think that's the most disgusting part of this episode. That's gross. Why do they not have vaginas? Folklore leads us to believe this is fun for you, Marissa. Yeah, why is it rhetorical? <laughs> I don't mean that they have like like clear cut clitori, but I mean like do they not have vaginal like things? <laughs> I'm laughing at clitori. <laughs> Anyway, um, you. Uh, so um, what I'm surprised that you didn't call me out on is when I said a young pullet, and this makes me wonder, Marissa, are you familiar with the I stages still, of a chicken? <laughs> I thought I misunderstood what you said. So a pullet is a chicken that is between, you like know, training. born and one years old. Basically, it I hasn't remember. matured yet to the age where it can. Yeah, generate an egg that's gonna you know be used for eating or you can't you know eat having a baby. Egg? You can. It just doesn't have a yolk. It sounds like why aren't all the health nuts eating fart eggs because right. they don't want yolks? Why? But I think what I think what's worth talking about here is why are young chickens so in such a rush to like grow up? You know, because of. The way society has evolved and sexualized the youth. Yeah. Yeah. They be twerking, then they fart while they're twerking, and then a little fart egg comes out, and then the pullet becomes a woman. Mama, I want to be a chicken head. Like, no, you don't. (laughs) That complicated thing. Folklore leads us to believe that eggs with no yolks are laid by roosters, and if hatched, they would produce a terrifying serpent-like creature. What the Naturally, these eggs were destroyed. As a hen's reproductive tract matures, her age, her eggs will become. <laughs> Sorry, I had to start that sentence over. As a hen's reproductive tract matures, her eggs will become larger and more consistent in size, color, and shape for her breed. Ew! Could you imagine if, like, prepubescent women, like, farted and by mistake birthed like half-formed <laughs> people? That's the equivalent of what you're telling me here. Thanks for taking this further, Marissa. You're welcome. I believe the equivalent would be that they would generate an egg in their ovary that wouldn't be able to fully generate. No, I'm pretty sure it's what I said. Of course, you may be wondering, (laughs) Pete, you Google chicken farts, do chickens fart? And... Uh, of course they do, she says. Doesn't everybody? I don't know. Pet educate some th- sums things up. Um, chickens do fart. This is a normal biological process uh, that they do pass unwanted gas and air through and out of their system. It also occurs as a natural byproduct of healthy digestion. Chicken farts are generally a good sign. However, they should not be excessive nor smell too strongly. If this occurs, then there may be a health issue or something more serious going on. In this case, specialist medical attention may be required. One, a chicken specialist? Like, what? Like, what kind of specialist? Uh, animal fart specialist? What kind of specialist? Yeah. Also, at what <laughs> months do most chickens find it acceptable to fart in front of their 
That's a good question. I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't even funny, but it's funny to me. Continue. If you have a chicken coop that's stanking with farts, then getting good quality bedding is that one excellent having sex. <laughs> excellent <laughs> thing you can do. Hemp bedding is ideal for ch- for ideal for chickens. It is cost effective, absorbs a lot of moisture, and can be easily disposed of. And um, I just thought that was funny because hippies like hemp and they stink too. Yeah, that is true. If you're listen, prove us wrong. <laughs> After this, as I said, Marissa, things got pretty gross. Um, so I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. I do have one more thing to tell you, but before I get to that, I have a different thing to tell you. And that is, naturally, my curious mind thought, well, if chickens fart, other birds fart too, right? So I Googled that. Immediately, several returns said no. Chicken, no, that birds don't fart. And I was like, that seems odd. It is true, Marissa, that all mammals fart. Even a whale farts. (laughs) Yeah. But what's great is I found this definitive article where somebody was like, birds don't fart. Their digestive system just isn't, I don't want to say advanced, but it's not big enough for them to generate gas and have it pass through their system and everything like that. Uh, And then somebody else was like, how do you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Oh, I was near a bird's butt for like, 10 years. Days. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's more reasonable. If, um, and some people posited that perhaps a bird does fart, you just don't hear it fart because, again, of the lightness of that digestive system or something. Because of silent farts, which, in my youth, my family called pew-pews. Then, pew-pew, then, um, then came the comments, Marissa. And they're like, fuck you. You don't know my fucking bird. My fucking yeah. bird farts all the fucking day, bitch. You fucking fascist. I'm I have look. a parrot, and when my parrot farts, it smells like a human farting. Yeah, maybe a human's farting. I've seen ducks in the water, and bubbles rise from behind them. I think ducks can fart. I told my duck I loved him, and afterwards, he let out a long-ass fart. (laughs) And then there were also some people with chickens as well who said, oh, no, I, like, raise chickens, and they be farting. Oh, yeah. But to end things on a more uplifting note, since we're talking about chickens. Oh, I'm um, (laughs) uplifting. According to the BBC in December, uh, the bird flu that was in Britain, perhaps still is, has chickens quarantining as well. Ooh, they must be bored. Farmers are encouraged to keep their flocks indoors to reduce transmission. This is kind of odd for a farm that may pride itself on having free-range chickens like Sunrise Poultry Farms. Mm, Mr. Crowley Crowley, uh, says... He's the guy who they talk to. I don't know who he is. Uh... (laughs) said, although older birds who have been outside more regularly will be less used to staying inside, the younger ones are relatively unaffected. Sounds a little familiar, huh, Marissa? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It does. I'm sorry, I had a hiccup and I was trying to stop. Yeah. He added that there was enough indoor space for the flock uh, as the birds do go to bed inside the shed at night anyway. Mm. Then he talks about the whole reason this article was written. The footballs are a funny one. Now, what? we are talking about Britain, and so we it's important for us to talk about uh, when we say football, we mean soccer. Yeah. So they put soccer balls in with the chickens to entertain them. Okay. And uh, the bit they like is the black hexagons on the outside of the red football. So okay. This is a red soccer ball with you know, some of the patches being black. They're not pecking at the red, they're pecking at the black hexagons. This is a BBC.com article. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Catherine Yadav, researcher at Compassion and World Farming, said that chickens are naturally inquisitive animals that would spend much of their time outdoors pecking, scratching, and exploring the ground for food. She said their curiosity in the footballs mirrored this strong internal drive 
but the interest would probably drop off over time. Okay. Chickens are playing soccer in Britain, guys. I was really waiting for it to relate to farting. (laughs) But that's cute anyway. Marissa, have you ever played chicken? Where someone goes on somebody's back and they attack another person in the pool? Okay, yeah, that's one form of it. What's the other form? In a car? You played chicken with a bridge, didn't you, and you lost? What? (laughs) What are you talking about? Isn't that one of your car accidents? Pete, you shut up. (laughs) Yes, I I played chicken with a with a gigantic truck and we both needed to cross the bridge at the same time. Oh yeah, so is that where you both like with the car you're both gonna gonna drive straight towards someone yeah. each other mm-hmm. and then whoever like chickens out first. Ah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah, so I unintentionally played chicken. When um when I, w- I guess when we were at the age that we would play with each other. <laughs> uh-huh. I I think I was a kid with bad ideas when I was growing up, but like early on and then I started like i guess leveling out but i was like yeah we're gonna play chicken and my sister's like i don't think we should play chicken on bikes by the way uh she was like i don't think we should play chicken and i'm like no we're gonna play chicken we're gonna drive at each other and then at the last minute whichever one of us sort of like doesn't turn away that's the one who wins and my sister was like i don't i don't want to do that so i'm like she's gonna turn away so we're riding at each other and then at the last minute we both turn away except we didn't discuss that each one of us should turn in an opposite direction. Oh, <laughs> so we crashed into each other anyway. <laughs> uh, did you get really hurt? No. Oh, we cool. weren't like, you know, really pumping those pedals. <laughs> I mean... I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with BMX vocabulary. <laughs> uh, I wasn't hitting the dusty trails if you were. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. That, I don't know, I thought it was going to end in carnage. Sorry, excuse me. So, Marissa, I, I would, I'm going to do it just out of politeness, but I want to tell you ahead of time, I don't have any answers to any of your questions. Marissa, do you have any questions? <laughs> oh, uh, what do you think a chicken farce smell like? I believe, well, I mean, I can tell you what the articles say. Okay. And that is, it depends on what they eat. Okay. But Wait, ultimately... Carrots in your farts smells like carrots. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. When you eat carrots, your farts smells like a fresh carrot? Yeah. You're full when of I, shit. When I eat peanut butter, my farts smell like peanut butter. No, <laughs> you don't. Yeah. When you, eat, when you eat fried chicken, your farts smell like a bucket of KFC? Yeah. You're full of shit. If you want to tell us what your farts smell like, call us good smelling shit. <laughs> Ew. Or slide into my DMs and simply say, this is what my farts smell like. Call I had some cuties as a snack and my farts smell like citrus. You're full of shit. <laughs> you are so full of shit. My farts are pretty on brand all the time. On brand? Interesting. <laughs> yep. Not changing that, David. <laughs> Yes, uh, listeners, if you would like to tell us about your farts or your chickens, 570-PODWOD1 is our phone number. Or your chicken farts. Don't leave that off. Um, yeah. Uh, do you have any plugs? Plugs. I don't have, like, any significant plugs. I wonder, I wonder, Marissa, can I use this forum as a way to ask for plugs? What do you mean? Um, I want to listen to more spooky podcasts. Like, what do you mean spooky? Like ghosts or aliens or something like that. Oh, you know, it's a good one that is not last... I love last podcast, but I don't know that you're going to... I think you've tried that already. That is like nice people who aren't like cursing and saying gross things all the time. Uh, I don't know what it's called, apparently. Oh, here it is. Astonishing Legends. Okay. Yeah, that's that. That's a good one. She's like some two like kind people who do a lot of good research. I mean, last podcast on the left is still my all-time favorite podcast, but you know they are they can be a little much for some people. Um, okay, so yeah, but, you have uh, you know some spooky podcast repeat. Let us know. What? The one I wanted to uh, 
plug this week is You in Danger Girl, which that's G U R L, which is um a podcast that just feels like it was made for me. Uh, okay. This is hosted by Janelle James, who is, Mercy, you may recall, uh, as I delightedly do, the guest on the Double Threat podcast who participated in the erotic uh, novels uh, on Spotify yeah. <laughs> um, segment. And uh, basically her show is they watch an erotic thriller and they talk about it. And I like it. <laughs> and what, like erotic thriller has you know some different connotations to it, but um, you know like I like watching a good Lifetime movie or something like that. So you know, think it's fun. Yeah, it sounds fun. Okay. Uh, slightly related to Pete's plug, uh, I will. He's I think he's promoted it as well. This week I plug Double Threat Podcast specifically their latest episode as of wait let me make sure it's the right episode because I realized. About getting oh, blocked by Alec Baldwin? Yeah, whatever, whatever. Oh, <laughs> wait, that's what it's called? Oh, that was the latest episode. But that's what the name of the episode is called? I think so. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, Black by Alec Baldwin, exactly. Where the Julie Klausner and what's the other guy? Tom Tarpling. Talk about how they've been blocked by Alec Baldwin then talk to a bunch of listeners who have been blocked by Alec Baldwin, and then cope someone through getting blocked by Alec Baldwin. <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, yes. By the way, this is unrelated, but I love weird, dumb drama. A half hour before I logged off of work today, every single person in our entire company <laughs> was copied on an email from a recently fired employee. Nice. Naming names <laughs> in this like ten paragraph essay about why where I work is the worst and all the people that suck in it. It was by far like one of the most exciting days of my working life. Did you save the email? Like save a yeah. copy? Uh I mean it's still in I didn't delete it. Okay. Unless they wash it from all of our folders, which I'll cry. Yeah, they can do that. One of my coworkers said they were going to print it out, so at least there's a record of it somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, oh, God, I wish I could have that every day at every place I've ever worked at. It brought me so much joy. The naming <laughs> names was amazing. Anyway, uh, yeah, so thank you for listening, guys. And um, Yeah. Yeah. Again, thank you for your ratings. Uh, you guys are the best. Bye. Bye. Yeah, hi. Hi.